Y'all ready for this? Yes, you are. Welcome into the Friday edition, the final show of the month of November 2018. John Rawl in the saddle and ready for a full two-hour dose of Southern goodness with you. Hope you're doing well and hope you are ready for an, an amazing weekend as we welcome in December tomorrow, Saturday, and get all the fun going. Not quite ready for the 12 days of Christmas, but hey, we need to get ready for that. So we are glad you could find a little time to join us here on the all-Southern program we call y'all. Our number, 803-816-1170 on the World Wide Web, our web page and homepage and everything else page is y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. You can go on there and learn more about the show. You can learn about Y'all Magazine and look at all the great past issues of the magazine of Southern People. A free PDF download awaits you at y'all.com. Plus, we have some great Southern merchandise from the Y'all store there at y'all.com. It's Southern and what we call the South's homepage, y'all.com. Coming up today on the Friday edition of the Y'all program, in just a few minutes, we're going to have General Gridiron coming by, and he is going to tell you all about the championship Saturday in college football. We've got about 11 championship games taking place tomorrow alone, and the general is going to tell you who's going to win all of those games from the SWAC conference to the Sun Belt to the Big 12 to the ACC to SEC action. Yes, he's got it all, and you don't want to miss the championship edition of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Foretelling. That's coming up in the very next segment. And before we get out of here this hour, we're going to have our Friday Rewind, and we're going to go back, well, only about 24 hours to our Thursday show where we had a special guest, Sally Erickson, and she's with Bellingrath Gardens and Home down in the Mobile, Alabama area. And right now, Bellingrath has Magic Christmas and Lights, a wonderful thing that goes on through the end of December. And she's going to come on, and we're going to relive our conversation with her from Thursday and get a portion of the interview where she talks about all the lights that they have on and the, and the amazing display there at Bellingrath. Website for Bellingrath, by the way, is bellingrath.org. That's spelled B-E-L-L-I-N-G-R-A-T-H.org. If you've ever been around Mobile, you've seen the signs, you've seen the literature, and this is a true southern, just an amazing property, and it's awesome there in Theodore, Alabama, Bellingrath Gardens at Home. We'll have that as our Friday Rewind coming up later this hour. When we flip over to Hour 2, we'll start it off with David Lee Murphy music, as we always do, our Friday Ritual. We're going to have two songs back-to-back from DLM. Then we've got a special surprise from the Southern Rock category to round out our Friday Free For Y'all today. And so you'll want to make sure you tune in for some history on Southern Rock coming up at the start of Hour 2. Then we'll go to hashtag Hullabaloo. Always fun to go into social media and find out what's going on there. And hint, we're going to talk about insects today in hashtag Hullabaloo. So if you've got some pests that are being a pest, hey, tune in today to our hashtag Hullabaloo. And we close out today's Y'all Show with our look at the new movies hitting theaters this weekend. A look at Sunday's NFL action and from Dixie with Love will be our swan song for the week and the month. Looking now at what's going on around the region, I don't know why this story is not getting more traction nationally, but it affects several southern states. A 78-year-old inmate says he killed about 90 people as he moved around the country for nearly four decades, and he's offered his confessions as a bargaining chip to be moved from a California prison, according to authorities. The FBI said in a statement 
on Tuesday of this week that Samuel Little offered the deal in exchange for being moved from California State Prison in Los Angeles County, but it didn't say why he requested the transfer, where he asked to go, or whether his offer was accepted. It did say that Little, who's in poor health and relies on a wheelchair, will likely stay in jail until his death in Texas, where he was brought in September to face charges in the 1994 killing of a woman in Odessa. And Little was convicted back in 2014 of killing three women in separate attacks in Los Angeles County in California. Back in the 1980s is when he allegedly killed these women and was convicted for it. And prosecutors said during his trial that he was likely responsible for at least 40 killings since the year 1980. And authorities at the time were looking for possible links to deaths in Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Ohio, and in Texas. And I know in Mississippi alone, it's alleged that he may have killed five people in that state. So this man, he's saying he's a serial killer. And who who's to say? He's 78 years old, and he's in Texas right now, but saying he's killed about 90 people. Samuel Little. And I'm sure he doesn't have much longer to live being 78 and, and, and in a poor con- condition, evidently. But golly, that is an amazing story that... Really, I've hardly seen any national headlines about, of course, our national media is obsessed with DJT and has been and will be. In Charlottesville, Virginia, both the prosecution and the defense have agreed on one thing, and that is the man that killed that killed the Heather Heyer in Charlottesville during that rally in 2017. Well, he drove his car into the crowd. There's no question that he was the one that drove the car. The question is, why? Did James Alex Field do it? What was the motivation behind his driving down that street and killing 32-year-old Heather Heyer? And that's what the case will do. This happened after the 2017, in August of 2017, Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. And it followed a period of racially charged violence in Charlottesville, which later went on to be a major outrage around the whole country. And you're still seeing after effects of what happened in Charlottesville. What's amazing is no one's really ever heard anything out of Fields. Why he did this. He never gave any kind of interview. No one, no one's really spoken on his behalf. And, you know, we all automatically assume this guy's just a cold-blooded killer that, that unfortunately did injure and kill Heather Heyer. And that's a very valid statement right there. But remember, there's always another side to the story that may or may not be true. And we don't know why this guy did it. Was it just pure meanness and hate? Or was there some other reason? And and again, no one's heard that other side. And his, his defense team is going to put up a fight. So we shall see. Remember, it may just take one person to not go along with him being a racist murderer as he killed the person with his car. And he'll walk away and not be convicted in Charlottesville, Virginia. But that trial getting set to start and in the opening statement I think started yesterday, actually, in this case, against James Alex Fields Jr. in Charlottesville, Virginia. Now, moving on to Alabama. Remember the mall shooting in Hoover there at the Galleria that happened on Thanksgiving night? Well, thankfully, after a week searching, it looks like they've caught the suspected gunman in the state of Georgia as Aaron Brown, a 20-year-old, was arrested in connection with the shooting at River Chase Galleria, which is about 10 miles south of downtown Birmingham. Brown, who faces attempted murder charges, was arrested on Thursday at 9.30 at a home in South Fulton, Georgia, and taken to the police department to be questioned by local and Alabama authorities. 
He is expected to be extradited from Georgia to Jefferson County Jail in Birmingham on a $150,000 bond. But the man is suspected to be the man who fired in that mall and wounded a few people. Remember, he didn't kill the young man who ended up being shot and killed. Emantic Fitzgerald Bradford Jr. was the former American uh, soldier. I think he was in the Army who was struck by a bullet from a law enforcement officer's gun and killed in this but Aaron Brown was the reason this whole thing broke out, if indeed he's the one that did but did this. And again, this was in Georgia where he was arrested on Thursday and getting extradited back to the magic city of Birmingham in, in, in central Alabama. Former Tennessee congressman and a former mayor of Nashville, Richard Fulton, has died at the age of 91. He was elected to serve seven terms in Congress and also served 12 years as mayor of Metro Nashville. Fulton was first elected to Congress in 1962 and was a rare Southern supporter of the Civil Rights Bill. He then left Congress to serve three terms as the mayor of Metro Nashville from 1975 to 1987. And he also ran for the governor of Tennessee in both 1978 and in 1986, but lost both times, at least partly because he was not well known outside of Metro Nashville. But former Congressman and Nashville Mayor Richard Fulton dead at the age of 91. Louisiana's got a governor's election coming up in 2019, and one guy who's been rumored to possibly be in that race is the current U.S. Senator for the Pelican State, John Kennedy, and he is considering it. He intends to announce his decision on Monday whether he will challenge Democratic incumbent John Bell Edwards in the election in 2019, or is he going to stay in the U.S. Senate? His decision Everybody's kind of waiting to see what he will end up deciding. And if he decides to run, the popular center would be a formidable candidate. If he decides against running, that could make it easier for other Republicans eyeing the race, like current congressman from Louisiana, Ralph Abraham, thinking about running for governor. But John Kennedy, he will make his decision Monday about whether or not to run for governor of Louisiana. Another senator from the South was in the news on Thursday as South Carolina Republican Senator Tim Scott said that he will oppose the nomination of Thomas Farr to the federal bench, assuring the controversial pick will not be confirmed, as he does not have the votes. Now, some are saying that Farr, who is worked in a campaign in the 80s and also worked in the 1990s, I think, with Jesse Helms, the rather conservative senator from the state of North Carolina, he's being accused of not being a fan of, I guess, black votes and voter suppression and Tim Scott weighing his decision that he will vote against this nomination for President Trump. So that is a rare thing for a Republican nominee to not get a federal judicial appointment here all because of I guess his uh, alleged voter suppression acts I think is what he's accused of and he's had voter intimidation levied against him and that happened way back in the time when he was in Jesse Helms' 1990 re-election campaign against former Charlotte Mayor Harvey Gant. Gant, the first black to enroll at Clemson University, went on to become the mayor of Charlotte and was in a very close race for Senate back in 1990. Golly, it's hard to believe it's been that long. But yes, that's when that happened. And now, all these years later, the effort of Thomas Farr to become a federal bench court on the federal bench looks to be in jeopardy 
Prisoners have stolen more than $500,000 from Troots in a sextortion scam is what it's being called. That happened by inmates in South Carolina correctional facilities as these prisoners basically posed as women online and over 400 U.S. military service members paid over $500,000 in a blackmail, what they call sextortion scheme, that was led by these inmates. On Wednesday, agents from several military criminal investigative agencies served arrest warrants and subpoenas to those allegedly involved in the scheme as the first phase of Operation Surprise Party. The NCIS said, hey, not, that's just not a television show. This really is a Naval Criminal Investigative Service. They're looking into this. And as we said, more than 400 troops from the Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marine Corps all paid more than $560,000 to get these prisoners talking sex, but it ended up being, I think, a bunch of guys. And the NCIS, along with other military investigative services, all held a press conference this week outside of the Department of Corrections in Columbia, South Carolina, to announce this extinct, I guess you would call it there. So sextortion, there's a new word for you to learn. Two more West Virginia casinos are now saying they want to start having sports betting, and that would be a big boost in the Mountain State. And it appears that the casinos are trying to mimic Mountaineer Casino, which started sports gaming on November 20th. And so look for more sports gambling to happen. And they also considered Delaware North Casino, which includes both Mardi Gras and Wheeling Island Casinos, being waged into the waging business. So, yeah, now that Mississippi's got it going, people are seeing the money coming in. And right now, sports betting could be a huge boost in the Mountain State, and you're going to see it try to be added all over the country, frankly. Speaking of bets, a lot of people are betting on this game being renewed, and there's a new bill being introduced in the state of Texas that would require a November football game between the Texas Longhorns and their longtime rival, the Texas A&M Aggies. These two teams haven't faced off in about seven years because A&M went to the SEC and there was a lot of bad blood. And that great rivalry, which always happened on Thanksgiving weekend, has been dormant ever since then. Now, what a great game Texas A&M had over the Thanksgiving weekend this year against LSU. A seven-overtime escape against the Bayou Bengals. But State Representative Lyle Larson filed this bill for the 2019 sessions. And lawmakers come back to Austin on January 8th to consider such bills like this. And this man who went to Texas A&M says he misses the Thanksgiving time matchup, which had endured for nearly a century. And his proposal would require an annual non-conference game on the fourth Thursday, Friday, or Saturday of November. The teams last met on Thanksgiving Day 2011 in College Station as the Horns beat the Aggies 27-15. And if this were to happen, the state representative said the game would likely resume in the year 2019. Now, I know that those two schools, which are massive in size, have had some other sports play off, play against each other during the regular season. So, and, and remember some of the characters involved with te- Texas A&M leaving the conference, some of the characters involved with UT creating the Longhorn Network and some of that bad blood, those those folks are no longer a part of those universities. So it's amazing what the passage of time can do. But yes, 
I think college football would be better off if Texas and Texas A&M did play each other and make that great rivalry come back. And they don't, they don't have to be from the same conference. We see that every year, that same Thanksgiving weekend, you have Florida State and Florida, Georgia, Georgia Tech, South Carolina and Clemson, and then Kentucky and Louisville now is a fairly new contest between SEC and ACC, all those schools. Now, with Texas being in the Big 12, that would not be an ACC school, but I think it would be a lot of fun and certainly a great addition to college football if you could get these old rivals. Remember, they both have the Gigamaggies and the Hook'em Horns all waged against each other. And remember, it's Texas A&M, which is actually the older college in the Lone Star State. That's why I really, I really kind of think it's cool when Texas A&M fans refer to themselves as the Texas Aggies because that's they have that right. They were the first school in the in the Lone Star State. How about Dave Matthews? As the DMB is donating five million dollars for public housing in the hometown of Charlottesville. Virginia. The Charlottesville Daily Progress newspaper reports that the band will include some of the proceeds from its December 14th and 15th shows at the John Paul Jones Arena there in Charlottesville. Some of those proceeds will go to helping redevelop public housing in Charlottesville. The band said that the money will go toward fixing up the city's public housing and building more. The money will come from the band, Dave Matthews personally, and Red Light Management. The Charlottesville shows will wrap up a short tour that began earlier this week in Ohio. So Dave Matthews, I haven't heard a whole lot about him and kind of forgotten that the Dave Matthews band kind of has Charlottesville as their home base. But what a talented guy. Remember, is he from like South Africa or somewhere like that originally? And uh, just a true, true talent there, the DMB. And good that they're helping out Charlottesville, Virginia, a place that needs all kinds of positive publicity and Thanks to that $5 million gift coming from the Dave Matthews man, that'll go a long way. Now, back to Florida. We can't leave out Florida, especially when it comes to our D-U-M-M category. And we have a, where, where is our guy from Sling Blade when you need him? Billy Bob Thornton, who went on to star in one of the creepiest, stupidest, but yet funniest holiday movies ever made bad santa well we may have found the really real life billy bob thornton bad santa character in the sunshine state as deputies there have arrested a registered sex offender who's accused of working as santa for hire as 48 year old robert kendall used the name santa bob in ads on craigslist with a photo showing him dressed up as santa claus with a child on his lap But according to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, Kendall is a registered sex offender convicted of sexually assaulting a child under the age of 12 back in 1993. And in Orange County, Florida, deputies said they received a tip that Kendall was dressing up as Santa for holiday parties. So one investigator posed as someone interested in hiring Kendall for an event. Then deputies arrested him once he arrived to the stage party wearing his full costume of a red suit black boots, and a fake white beard. But this registered sex offender now going off to jail and won't be performing as Santa Bob for quite some time, putting ads out. I didn't even know you had to advertise that you're Santa Claus. I thought everybody wanted Santa Claus. You don't need advertising. And that's a look at what's going on around the region here on this Friday. You just got all kind of stuff here that we share with you each and every day of the Y'all Show. When we come back, 
It's time for some college football talk, and we're going to talk about Saturday's matchup. We also have some sad news coming from the Vanderbilt football program as a member of that team died really just in a horrible fight against cancer, and, it, it, and unfortunately we lost him. We'll tell you about that and, and then incredibly how a high school teammate of that Vanderbilt player honored him by wearing his jersey during a football game held at the same time this Vandy football player died. We'll have all that when we come back here on the Y'all Show. Are you ready for the intuitive LG V40 Thank You for just $20 a month? Right now at Sprint, you can get the only phone in the market with five cameras to capture moments from every single angle. That's right. You can get the LG V40 Thank You at Sprint for $20 a month, regularly priced at $40 a month with an 18-month Sprint Flex lease. Hurry to Sprint. This limited time offers for new customers with approved credit and a new line of service or existing customers with an eligible upgrade. Need more reasons to hurry to Sprint? Get a free 49-inch LG TV when you lease the V40 Thank You while supplies last. Requires registration at LG.com and a new line of service. There's never been a better time to try our network built for unlimited. Switch to Sprint today and get your LG V40 Thank You for 20 bucks a month and a free 49-inch LG TV. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Pricing after $20 per month credit applied within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. TV ships in eight weeks. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes tax. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee restrictions apply. The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Cyber Week ever is on. Save big on Cyber Week deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and top brand electronics like Google Smart Home, it's a sale you won't want to miss. Just call 800 by Dell or visit dell.com slash cyberweek. Call 800 by Dell for more Cyberweek deals. I used to post to job boards. Only to sort through tons of resumes. Just to find a few candidates for... My sales team. My hair salons. That old process was... Not, not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on trust pilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. And we're back here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. And here on the show, we talk college football. General Gridiron is standing by, and we'll have his report for Championship Saturday in just a sec. But right now, we start off with some, some very sad news coming from Vanderbilt. We, we did a spotlight on Thursday. We had Adam Sparks come by from the Tennessean newspaper. He covers Vanderbilt. We didn't even mention this. And I feel really bad about it because we were talking about how great Vanderbilt's season was, finishing 6-6, six and six, defeating Tennessee for the third straight year, going to a bowl. Things were looking good on West End. But unfortunately, I didn't realize that a young man on that team has been in a big fight all year. And unfortunately, last night he died at the age of 21 as Vandy tight end Turner Cockrell died at home after battling cancer for this year-long fight. Now, he was from Ackworth, Georgia. 
and that's where he died. And the Commodores were told of Cockrell's death at a team meeting Thursday afternoon. So this tight end noticed two lumps on the right side of his neck last fall and was diagnosed with melanoma in November. He had surgery in December of last year to remove cancerous lymph nodes from his neck and later underwent radiation therapy. After a full body scan showed unusual growth in Cockrell's lungs, doctors said in July that his cancer had spread. So unfortunately, we lost this great Vanderbilt football player from Georgia, Turner Cockrell, at the age of 21. Now, I am a fan of the Citadel Bulldogs, and the Citadel, because Mother Nature got in the way, was supposed to have a game against Charleston Southern back in September, but that game got canceled or postponed. So last night, the Citadel and Charleston Southern held the only college football game going on in all of the country. It was a Thursday night game at Johnson Haygood Stadium, the finale for both schools. Well, it turns out that the Citadel's quarterback and wide receiver were both high school teammates and great friends of Turner Cockrell. So quarterback Brandon Rainey and wide receiver Raleigh Webb, they, they love this guy. And, and fortunately, they had no idea that he was about to die or died when they were playing their game last night. And leading into game week, Brandon Rainey had actually sought permission as a quarterback who normally wore jersey number 16. He actually sought permission for this one game to wear jersey number 82 in remembrance of Vanderbilt tight end Turner Cockrell. He was given permission, and so last night during that game, Brandon Rainey of the Citadel, a quarterback, was running around the field in jersey number 82, which looks strange as a quarterback, frankly. But it was all done to remember his great friend who died literally as the game was going on or right as the game was kicking off. And what happened during the game? Brandon Rainey passed for a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown. Raleigh Webb, the other teammate from Ackworth, Georgia, he had a kickoff return for a touchdown. And the Bulldogs of the Citadel defeated Charleston Southern 43-14. to A great win, a way to wrap up the season. But no doubt both Webb and Rainey affected by their high school teammate and great friend who was in that cancer fight and died the same day that they were honoring him on the field in Charleston. And uh, a feel-good story, but unfortunately a very sad ending as we still want to remember Turner Cockrell of Vandy. Now to some football coaching news. Texas Tech has chosen Utah State's head coach Matt Wells as the new man in Lubbock. He replaces Cliff Kingsbury, who was fired Sunday after a Five and seven season, and I think his back-to-back losing season for the Red Raiders. So Wells comes to Lubbock from leading the Aggies of Utah State. A news conference to introduce Wells is scheduled for tomorrow. So new man there in Lubbock. Thought they might get Mike Leach back. That would have been a lot of fun. I have no idea if he wants to go back in time and coach the Red Raiders, but that would have been a lot of fun. From the ACC, it looks like Georgia Tech is focusing in on Ken Wisenhunt for its possible coaching vacancy. He's the offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Chargers, and he played for Georgia Tech back in the 1980s, and he's gone on to be a longtime coach. He was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals from 2007 to 2012, and then he coached the Tennessee Titans for two years, 2014 and 2015, and it looks like Tech wants somebody with NFL experience to come in and also someone connected with the school, and he fits both of those categories. He's 56 years old and could be the new coach in Atlanta, but a lot of people don't want that to happen. His NFL head coaching stints weren't exactly perfect, 
But this is a different deal coaching in college. Ken Wisenhunt, a jacket great, considered right now for the head coaching vacancy in the ATL. Now it's time for General Gridiron to make his weekly appearance. And this week, General Gridiron has championship weekend on his mind. And he's got all the picks from Saturday's major contest from the Big 12, Big 10, from the Sun Belt Conference to the Mountain West Conference. I think I've got just about all of them listed off that are happening tomorrow. And the general is ready, willing, and able to share his knowledge and his prediction of Saturday's championship games. General, take it away. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron. Bill Marshall of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? This is College Football's Championship Saturday, where the winding road to the college football playoff will finally be straightened up. Now, grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's Football Foretelling. Memphis at UCF for the AAC Championship. In a day chock full of monster conference title games, do not forget about the showcase the American is putting on in Mickey Mouse land. These two may have battled down to the wire earlier in the year, but few knew what kind of year both of these schools would enjoy the rest of the way. Mike Norvell takes his Tiger team south, aiming for a better result than last year's title match at Spectrum Stadium. We'll see when the final gun sounds. With a backup quarterback leading the way, the Knights will not be on their A game and look for the upset. The Generals victor, go Tigers go, Memphis. Texas versus Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. Rematches seem to be a recurring theme this championship weekend. Yes, UT squashed the Sooners in that game at the fairgrounds a couple of months ago. Yes, Tom Herman's bunch has been impressive. And yes, this is a big game, dubbed the Red River Rematch. But let's not forget what's riding on the line for the Oklahomans. A win at Jerry World and Lincoln Riley's land grabbers will likely be sitting pretty when the final college football playoff rankings are revealed Sunday. And you know the OU Sooners usually find a way to sneak in the back door. The Generals' victor, Oklahoma. Louisiana Lafayette at Appalachian State for the Sun Belt Championship. Up until the final day of regular season play, the SBC had all kinds of teams hoping to land in this award-winning contest. Perhaps the most surprised of all were these lucky two. It took a late win at rival Louisiana Monroe for the Raging Cajuns to represent the West Division, and despite pressure from Georgia Southern and Troy, the Mountain Boys from Boone are back in the driver's seat for the East. Thankfully, a high noon kick will keep the crowd from freezing in the beautiful Carolina mountains and propel Team Yosef to its third straight Sun Belt title. The Generals' victor, Appalachian State. UAB at Middle Tennessee State for the Conference USA Championship. Talk about a missed opportunity. Bill Clark's battling flames from the Magic City were starting to be the darlings of college football two weeks back. Then they were punched in Aggieland, then sucker punched in Murfreesboro last Saturday. And because of that, instead of hosting the conference title game at Legion Field, UAB's right back in the borough this Saturday. Give the Blue Bloods credit. They put 27 points on Birmingham last week against a D that's among the nation's elite. 
Brent Stockstill, son of Blue Raiders boss Rick Stockstill, will make Daddy really happy Saturday and richer when this one ends. The Generals, Victor, MTSU. Northwestern versus Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game. Where's Michigan? <laughs> Just kidding, Wolverine fans. Yes, the Buckeyes blasted that team up north, and now it's on the Indy. Win or lose, it appears the Nuts will likely be left at the CFP altar. So, can they whoop up their best effort Saturday? A lot of prides on the line for the Wildcats. It's been 23 years since the Purples won a Big Ten title outright. Pat Fitzgerald, who looks like he could still suit up and knock a few OSU players around, will have his team ready for the fight and the upset. The Generals' victor, the Northwestern Wildcats. Still to come on this championship weekend college football forecast, Georgia and Alabama meet again inside the bins. And the Alcorn State Braves have their war paint on as they host the SWAC championship game against the Southern Jaguars. Those picks are coming up when General Gridiron returns. Are you ready for the intuitive LG V40 Thank You for just $20 a month? Right now at Sprint, you can get the only phone in the market with five cameras to capture moments from every single angle. That's right. You can get the LG V40 Thank You at Sprint for $20 a month, regularly priced at $40 a month with an 18-month Sprint Flex lease. Hurry to Sprint. This limited time offers for new customers with approved credit and a new line of service or existing customers with an eligible upgrade. Need more reasons to hurry to Sprint? Get a free 49-inch LG TV when you lease the V40 Thank You while supplies last. Requires registration at LG.com and a new line of service. There's never been a better time to try our network built for Unlimited. Switch to Sprint today and get your LG V40 Thank You for 20 bucks a month and a free 49-inch LG TV. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Pricing after $20 per month credit applied within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. TV ships in eight weeks. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes tax. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee restrictions apply. Hello there, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over the home of Great Gridiron Goliaths, including in Lebanon Junction, Kentucky, WBRT AM 1320, serving Central Kentucky for over 60 years. And K106, Southwest Mississippi's big country, WAKH FM 105.7 in Macomb, Mississippi. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the championship weekend football fight. Clemson versus Pittsburgh in the ACC championship game. The last time these two got together on the field, an amazing 43-42 shocker in Death Valley. Advantage Pitt. But that was back in 2016, and a lot's changed since that night, including Dabo Sweeney and crew hoisting a natty in Tampa on January 9th, 2017. CU in the Valley's getting a little rusty at hoisting those natty trophies, but they can sure capture those conference crowns. They've won three straight. Pat Narduzzi's Three Rivers Litter Box prances into Charlotte with a 6-2 ACC log, good enough to win the Coastal Division. But that ain't good enough to thwart the Paul's quest to raise that darn natty again. The Generals, Victor Clemson. Southern at Alcorn State in the SWAC championship game. 
Legion Field and Beham was supposed to be hosting this game, but UAB's chance of hosting the conference title had SWAC leaders punting for an on-campus option this year. Since creating divisions and establishing a championship game in 2014, the Alcorn State Braves have tommyhawked their way to a division title and a berth in the big game all five years. The Jaguars from just downstream the Mississippi and Baton Rouge have a chance at SWAC glory for the first time since 2013 and a bowl berth for the first time since 1999. This year's title game promises to be a good one, but the Mississippi representative will get the upper hand. The Generals' victor, Alcorn State. Fresno State at Boise State in the Mountain West Championship game. Nothing spells rematch like this one. Back on November 9th, a top 25 matchup was held on the blue turf as the Bronx slipped past the dogs with a 24-17 victory. So, three weeks later, the MWC Championship Games back in Boise for deja vu all over again. Round two in the Rockies Saturday night will have that Smurf turf smoldering. Jeff Tedford, yes, that Jeff Tedford that guided the Cow Bears for a decade, continues to work miracles in year two in the San Joaquin Valley. And he's bringing the MWC title back to the California Central Valley for the first time since 2013. The Generals' victor, the Fresno State Bulldogs. And now, Alabama versus Georgia for the SEC Championship. Well, here we go. The big one in the ATL. In this rematch of rematch championship Saturday, we rewind to January when these two SEC Goliaths faced off in an unforgettable national championship OT contest. The Dogs have destroyed all evidence of their pathetic performance in Baton Rouge and Sands LSU game. You've got a pair of teams that are flawless. Spotless on offense, amazing at defense, and the kicking game? Well, maybe we better not go there. In the end, Lord Nick Saban will find the chutzpah down deep to get another win against one of his disciples. The Generals' victor, Roll Tide, Alabama. We've already looked at the big title games taking place across the nation, but hang on to your helmet. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks. Fragrance makes for dreamy holiday gifts, and Ulta Beauty is the place to get them. So gift your impossible-to-impress daughter an irresistible scent from Clinique My Happy, and gift your hard-to-please sister a fruity and floral scent from KKW Fragrance. And then get ready to gift yourself, too, because when you buy a fragrance of $50 or more, you'll get a free plush throw or luxury robe for having the good sense to gift great scents. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this championship weekend's college football showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. With a few FBS regular season contests still to be played, mostly due to Hurricane Florence or other Mother Nature-related woes. 
Iowa State spanks nearby Des Moines Drake University. NC State takes care of East Carolina. South Carolina zips past Akron. Marshall ruins Virginia Tech's bowl hoops. Liberty rings Norfolk State's bell. And Stanford clears the air in the big game at California. Now to the FCS playoffs second round contest. Jacksonville State spurs Maine. Nickel State outflanks Eastern Washington. Northern Iowa neutralizes UC Davis. James Madison crowns Colgate. Weber State wins versus Southeast Missouri State. North Dakota State spanks Montana State. South Dakota State hops on Duquesne. And Wofford's the better option team at Kennesaw State. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this championship weekend edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again with bowl picks next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, and YouTube TV. Hey, and don't forget about the Y'all Show with John Rawl, Dixie's hottest talk show. Learn more and get archives at y'all.com. Hey, and don't forget to tell your friends all about General Gridiron. Simply search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your championship weekend. General Gridiron is a production of CRM Sports. For more, log on to crmsports.com. That'll be all, y'all. And that's General Gridiron right here on the Y'all Show. Glad to bring that to you. Some people ask me, hey, what star general is General Gridiron? Is he a one, two, uh, maybe a three or four star general? Heck no, General Gridiron is a six star general. That's right. He's the general of all things football, college football, that is. Is there any other kind of football? (laughs) And we appreciate him and his great predictions here of what's going to happen on Championship Saturday. When we come back on the Y'all Show after the break, we'll have our Friday Rewind. And we're going to go back to Thursday's show where we'll have a guest from Bellingrath Gardens at Home in Theodore, Alabama, stop by to tell us all about magic Christmas in lights. Tis the season to be jolly. And we're all jolly when there's college football going on. We'll be right back with that on the Y'all Show. Stay with us. Dashing through the snow In a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go Laughing all the way Bells on bobtail Making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing A sleighing song tonight Jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way Back into the Y'all Show with John Rawl Talk with a southern accent as we close out Hour one of this Friday edition Well, I've been throughout the south my whole life And like you, I'm sure you've weaved in and out of the roads And byways and highways and interstates And if you've ever gotten down to the Gulf Coast area, at some point you probably stumbled upon this word. It is Bellingrath. Yes, Bellingrath Gardens and Home, south of Mobile in Theodore, Alabama. It is a wonderful property, and at Christmas time, they do it up big at Bellingrath. They have the magic Christmas and lights. And on Thursdays, y'all, we had our Dixie destination for the week, and we had Bellingrath's 
front and center as our Dixie destination. And we want to go back for a portion of that interview as we welcomed in the marketing director for Bellingrath Gardens and Home, Sally Erickson, to be our special guest. And she told us all about this great holiday display. Well, these are all pieces that are designed and welded and lamped right here at Bellingrath by our staff. So it's all designed to fit into the botanical garden surrounding it. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are all pieces that are included in terms of the nativity scene has 30 pieces Mm -hmm. with the camel and the sheep, things like that. And um, so uh, we just kind of tallied up the numbers over the years because it's just fun to show people, you know, just how much goes into putting this on this is a made in alabama production and it's just one beautiful scene after another you just walk through it with your family and you ooh and ah and you go around the corner and then you ooh and ah some more take pictures just have a really nice evening uh and no one has to be in a hurry you don't have to zip through like you would at a drive-through light show you walk and there are plenty of places to stop and rest and we also have wheelchairs and wagons available for a $5 rental fee for the little ones or for older folks who need a wheelchair. So it's all meant to be a lovely evening of family entertainment. Now, one of the reasons we're featuring Bellingrath Gardens and Home on the Y'all Show is because this is not just a one-day event. This goes on all the way through December 31st. It happens every night from 5 until 9 p.m. You can come in and what is the admittance fee for entering Bellingrath? Well, it's $16 for adults and $8 for ages 5 through 12. Okay. Um, it is free for ages 4 and younger. It's also free for Bellingrath members. So oh. if you come on the property and purchase a Bellingrath membership, your ticket is included in that membership that same day. Well, and then the membership is good for a full year. So that's a really great gift for someone on your list who's hard to buy for. And how much is a membership at Bellingrath? Well, it depends on if you want to do a family or if you want to do a couple or a single. Um, it's sliding fees, and there's information about membership on our website, which is bellingrass.org. Mm-hmm. You can also go to our website and buy tickets ahead of time, or you can purchase tickets to Magic Christmas and Lights when you arrive. Both are very easy to do. Now, when you do purchase online, the ticket comes out with a date stamped on it. Ah. That ticket is still good for any night of Magic Christmas and Lights. If your plans change, if you can't go on that date, don't worry about it. The only night we're closed between now and December 31st is Christmas Day, December 25th. And as you said, we're open every night, rain or shine, from 5 to 9 p.m. We're talking with Sally Erickson with Bellingrath Garden and Home, and that is in Theodore, Alabama. Bellingrath, by the way, and you can go to the website, bellingrath.org, for a lot more information It's spelled B-E-L-L-I-N-G-R-A-T-H, Bellingrath. I didn't learn that word growing up in school. I don't know why, (laughs) but I I should have because you all are doing a great job, and you're going to be like Google. You're going to create your whole word in the English language, Bellingrath, and people will put a smile on their face when they think of Bellingrath because that's what you do each and every holiday season when you have the magic Christmas in lights. Now, Sally, this tour, unlike other holiday tours that happen with lights around the southeast, this is a walking tour, not a tour you ride around in your own car, right? That's right. And um, I do think there's a little bit of concern with some people worried about walking a great distance. So I did want to reiterate that uh, there are plenty of places to stop and rest during the walking tour. I also wanted to remind people that we have free parking 
So when you arrive, you just come to the admissions building and check in either with your prepaid ticket or you purchase your tickets there. And then you can start your walk and you can uh, take as long or as short as you like. Most people take about an hour to walk through the whole thing. There's a nice uh, place to stop and get hot chocolate and popcorn at the uh, halfway point, which is Live Oak Plaza next to the Bellingrad home. Mm -hmm. And uh, most nights for the first three weeks of Magic Christmas and Lights, we will have choral groups from all around the Gulf Coast performing on the South Terrace. And those are free concerts included in your garden's admission. So I encourage people to look at the schedule on our website and uh, pick a night to come and see some of your favorite musicians coming and performing. And that was our conversation with Sally Erickson of Bellingrath Gardens and Home, just south of Mobile in Theodore, Alabama. Again, it's the magic Christmas and lights going on right now through the end of December, minus Christmas Day. They won't be open on Christmas Day, but it's an awesome place and an awesome experience for you to get in the Christmas spirit. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, when we come back, we'll be merry and happy because we're going to start off Hour 2 with Friday Free For Y'all. David Lee Murphy, we got some Southern rock music from the 70s to play for you that will make you happy. We'll have hashtag blue. We'll have a look at movies, a look at the Sunday NFL action, and we'll wrap it all up with a little from Dixie with Love. That's all ahead in hour two of the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Stay with us because it's talk and it's with a Southern accent, y'all. I can't believe it. That we're playing 4-4 four four basketball with a barbershop quartet? Pass the ball, pass the rock. We're open, just pass the ball. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with GEICO. Believe it, GEICO could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Wrapping up the week and the month of November here on the Y'all Show. It's our Friday free for y'all. And to help us do that is David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light. The night's still young, and I'm on the road tonight. 
With the two fights jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Stranding them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around It's Friday, everybody, celebrate! With the two fights jumping like you just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds and looking for a party crowd on the Y'all Show, talking to Southern Action. I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming them back, and laughing out loud with the smoke so big, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like you just don't care, because it's Friday afternoon on the Y'all Show, and we're having a good old time. As we talk about the South each and every day on the program all about the South. Okay, enough of my singing and all of the South applauds my singing coming to an end. Not because it's any good, because uh, I know. I know. Welcome back to the Y'all Show with John Rawl. We're having a good time. Hope you're having a good time. Hey, we have made it through another month. Can you believe it? And we're turning the page tomorrow to the month of December. And if you don't have that Christmas tree up and all the Christmas decorations up, you are behind the game, friends. Well, we don't want you to do that because we want you to be in the best of moods. And when you're in the best of moods, you feel like going down in the cellar and pulling out a little dust on the bottom. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road. He made homemade wine like nobody I know. Dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. I said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things It gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You stayed over there close As we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade In that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said, now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with
Free for y'all, and we have our back-to-back David Lee Murphy montage, or should we say montage of great music here, with Dust on the Bottle. Wow, love Fridays. Aren't Fridays fun, especially when you get it off on the way we do each and every y'all show on Fridays with our Friday Free for Y'all. Good stuff here. Well, on the y'all show, we love our country music like David Lee Murphy, but we like other forms of music because other forms of music have roots in the southeast and that would include southern rock and i will raise my hand as a child born in the 1970s maybe i was too young maybe i was just not paying attention but i just don't know a lot about southern rock of course it's easy to appreciate bands like leonard skinner but when you start talking about anybody anyone else besides skinner and i guess marshall tucker band for me at least I'm a little naive. I'm a little out of touch, okay? So for, forgive me. Perhaps you're in the same boat. We're trying to trying to learn more. And, and Southern Rock, of course, its real heyday was the 1970s, which, frankly, as a, a kid born in that decade, not a whole lot of good stuff came out of the 70s. Maybe my birth was the only good thing. I'm just kidding. Now, think about it. Hairstyles were the absolute worst in the 1970s. You could argue politics was the absolute worst. It's the only decade where we had a president resign. It's the only decade we had a guy named Jimmy Carter elected president. <laughs> we, it's the only decade when you turn to, let's say, fashion. My gosh. Oh, what were you thinking back then? And, and then when we come to music, yeah, I'll, I'll go out and say it. I'm not sure the 70s were that great musically. I know people will say, oh, you got to be kidding me. No, seriously, when you compare the 70s to, let's say, the 60s or 50s music, and then you compare it to the 80s and 90s music, of which maybe some of that may pale in comparison, the 70s was not really that good. And as a country music person, as I've told people before, you take away Convoy and maybe a couple of Kenny Rogers songs, and the 70s was forgettable. Yes, for the most part, it really was. But it wasn't forgettable from a Southern rock standpoint. And that's because really this is the decade where it really shined the best was in the 1970s. If it ever shined at all, it was in the 1970s Southern rock. And as I said, I know, give me, give me the easy ones. Marshall Tucker Band and Skinner. Yeah, those are pretty easy. Even Clearwater Revival I'll put in the mix of acts you've heard of but here's an act that i'm not that familiar with that we're going to play right now on the show it's the outlaws and they're best known for the song that we're about to play 
And then they had another song called Green Grass and High Tides from their 75 debut album. And then they had Ghost Riders in the Sky that came out a few years later. They were based out of the Tampa, Florida area and had such members as Monty Yoho, Steve Grisham, Dell Oliver, Randy Threat, and Dave Robbins. And amazingly, they had a guy named Henry Paul as a member of the Outlaws. And the Outlaws is still going. They reunited, and they've been going for about 13 years now on tours around the country, around the world, I think, and still performing and doing great things alongside people like Leonard Skinner and Molly Hatchett. But Henry Paul, I know, not because of the Outlaws, but he took a break from Southern Rock, and he went on to help form the country music band Blackhawk, which was a big act in the mid-1990s on Arista Records. Their first single was Goodbye Says It All, and let's see, they had another one called That's Just About Right, was another big hit for them. They had several big hits, Blackhawk. Yeah, one of the great bands from the 1990s. And Henry Paul was the lead singer of that. And I had no idea he was one of the members of the Outlaws. So, to give us all a little lesson on what the Outlaws are and what they, they've done in their career, why not we go to, well, let's go to the biggest song they ever had from 1975. Here's a song that was co-written by Monty Yoho of the group and Huey Thomason. And this was a song that went into the top 40. There goes another love song. Enjoy it here on a Friday. Southern rock, y'all style. Sometimes I feel I am getting kind of low. Thoughts I am thinking are the reason. So I try to remember without talking to myself. Things that I said or maybe things that I felt about you. Sitting in a corner of a crowded barroom People all around me and I still feel alone Just when I know I'm gonna break down and cry Someone played a tune that dried the tear from my eye There goes another love song Someone singing about me again There goes another love song Now I need more than
was another love song from the southern rock band Outlaws on the Y'all Show. And some critics back in the 70s when that came out called it a rock anthem. And I think it's a darn good song. And we love our country music. We love our bluegrass. We love our southern gospel. And we certainly love our southern rock. And that is an awesome song there from the Outlaws from 1975. Good stuff there. Well, that will conclude our Free For Y'all montage here on a Friday on the Y'all Show. Hope you enjoyed that. A little ride down memory lane with the Outlaws. When we come back, we're going to have hashtag hullabaloo. We've got some darn good stuff to get you to the month of December with. That's ahead right after the break here on the Y'all Show. Stay with us now. Are you ready for the intuitive LG V40 Thank You for just $20 a month? Right now at Sprint, you can get the only phone in the market with five cameras to capture moments from every single angle. That's right. You can get the LG V40 Thank You at Sprint for $20 a month, regularly priced at $40 a month with an 18-month Sprint Flex lease. Hurry to Sprint. This limited time offers for new customers with approved credit and a new line of service or existing customers with an eligible upgrade. Need more reasons to hurry to Sprint? Get a free 49-inch LG TV when you lease the V40 Thank You while supplies last. Requires registration at LG.com and a new line of service. There's never been a better time to try our network built for unlimited. Switch to Sprint today and get your LG V40 Thank You for 20 bucks a month and a free 49-inch LG TV. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Pricing after $20 per month credit applied within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. TV ships in eight weeks. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes tax. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee restrictions apply. The wait is finally over. Dell's biggest Cyber Week ever is on. Save big on Cyber Week deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and top brand electronics like Google Smart Home, it's a sale you won't want to miss. Just call 800 by dell or visit dell.com slash cyberweek. Call 800 by dell for more Cyberweek deals. I used to post to job boards. Only to sort through tons of resumes. Just to find a few candidates for... My sales team. My hair salons. That old process was... Not, not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology scans resumes for me to find the right people. And actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on trust pilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. And welcome back to the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent on this Friday, last day of the month of November. And if you want to reach out to us here on the program that is all about Dixie, our number is 803-816-1170. That's a number you can text anytime with a question, comment, suggestion, criticism, donation, whatever you want to give us here. 803-816-1170. John Raw back with you. And it's time now as you hear the music for Hashtag Hullabaloo, the end of November edition of hashtag hello blue where we go into social media and surf the world wide web and find uh, all kinds of stuff frankly most of it quite funny 
but some of it is more of an educational thing. And here on the Y'all Show, well, we like to relay that we're kind of an ambassador of the South, and that's what we do here each and every day. But when we have hashtag hullabaloo, we are asking for your hip to share with others such Southern goodness. Our first tweet we find comes from No Chillable Rouge, and the Twitter account is at Johanthine. That's at J-O-H-A-N-T-H-E-E-N. Okay, don't know much about this. They don't have any extra information, but here's what they said on Twitter. I'm not really home till I see a larger than average bug crawling near my bed. Hashtag Southern Pride. (laughs) Yes, that is one of our uh, aspects of the South. That's why... You go to any town in the South, no matter how big or small, and you're going to find probably the most successful business person in that town is the local pest control place. Some places have two, three, four, five, and they all do well. And and it's amazing that they do well year-round because, frankly, living in the South, which is an awesome place to be, no, no question, we do have our critters, and we do have people who don't want to see those critters, including me. Okay, and I gladly call pest control, said pest control, when there's the threat of something crawling near my bed. So, no chillable ruse, you're absolutely right on that. But I've got to tell you, and I need to research this before we come on again on another episode. In the last two years, there's been something that I have never witnessed or experienced that now suddenly is a part of my life in multiple states. And I, I promise you, I had never seen nor heard of this particular pest until I was living in North Georgia back in 2016. And I was inundated with these things. And I didn't know what they were. And now I've lived in two other states, or been around two other states far away from North Georgia, and here these pests are now. And I'm talking about, I I, I don't know the scientific name. I'm talking about stink bugs. Do y'all know what I'm talking about when I say stink bugs? I think that's what I'm talking about because I've asked people, hey, what's that bug that looks about an inch maybe tall? And it just goes on a wall or on a ceiling or on an object and just sits there sometimes for hours doesn't even move, but boy, when it decides to start flying, you think it's a big, mad bumblebee coming your way. The sound is so loud, and it scares the living you-know-what out of you, and then you realize it's a harmless, at least this is what most people have told me, this stink bug. Now, I don't really think they smell. I don't know where the name comes from, except they're the dumbest bugs ever because they're so easy to catch. Like I said, they'll just sit on an object for hours and then you can simply go right up to it without any effort and just scoop it right up. And then when you smush it, and I know we're probably not supposed to be talking about killing animals, but when you smush a stink bug, there is an aroma. I don't think it's that horrible of aroma, but it does linger for a little while. A little, a, a kind of an aroma, kind of almost like some kind of repellent or something like that. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, stink bugs. And now the crazy thing is, 
I had never seen one, and I've lived in the South my entire life. I never had been around them until until two years ago. Then they start showing up at my house. They're on the screens getting in the, the home I was living in. When I would go on road trips, I would be going down the highway in my car, and all of a sudden I hear that bumblebee sound, and I'm freaking out. Oh, my God, I'm about to be stung by a bee, and it's a freaking stink bug somewhere. I guess it had climbed on some clothing that I brought into my car for a road trip, and so I have take, I have exported stink bugs beyond state lines. I think the feds are going to come after me. <laughs> And I'm sure you have too. And I'm telling this story because literally today I made a road trip and I put my toiletries all in a plastic bag. I really need a better solution when I travel, but I put all my stuff in a really goofy plastic bag that I got at some store, but I I use it because it's durable and it is big. It's a big bag. And so I got to the hotel, I emptied everything out, and lo and behold, what was in the bag, what was in the bottom of that bag? A stink bug, a live stink bug, right there amidst my toiletries. It had been riding around for several hours, and I eliminated said stink bug. But that's, I mean, I I had never been around these things until the last two years, and now I, I see them in all, all over the place. So I don't know what's happened with our global warming, for example, but we're seeing a plethora of stink bugs. Now, I go back to what No Chillable Rouge said about you're not really home until you see a larger-than-average bug crawling near your bed. Well, these aren't that big, but if that's the worst thing that i got to deal with in my home, I'll take it because I don't want anything bigger than a stink bug anywhere in my home, including... Something called mice and rats. Don't like them, hate them, can't sleep if I know they're around. And trust me, I've had issues in the past with those things. And and when I lived in Memphis a couple of years ago, I lived just above downtown Memphis in a six-story building. And at nighttime in the city of Memphis, when they have rats come out, they have massive rats come out. I'm talking bigger than a cat, bigger than a dog. I'm six foot four. I would say they came up to my kneecap. So that'd make them at least maybe two feet tall, a foot tall. They're so big, you can run them, run them over with your car as they cross the street because they're so big, they're slow. So, yeah. No chillable rouge. Don't go to downtown Memphis. And I'm sure other cities of, of a big size at least have those huge river rats. But, ew, okay, I, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight thinking of that. Thanks, No Chillable Rouge, for talking about pest. But, uh, yeah, I'll take stink bugs any day over gigantic rats roaming the streets. All right, let's move on to something a little bit more palatable. <laughs> From Liam. And on Twitter, it's Liam Bamford 14, L-I-A-M-B-A-M-F-O-R-D-1-4. And Liam describes themselves as Big King, not Burger King, Big King. Okay. Well, in the spirit of food, not Burger King food, Liam says, really could do with some Southern fried chicken right now. Okay. I'll, I'll agree. There's a difference between fried chicken and southern fried chicken don't ask me 
what's the difference, but there there is a definite difference. And that southern fried chicken is the kind of chicken, look, let's face it, if chicken's good, you can eat it hot, you can eat it room temperature, or maybe, in my example, southern fried chicken, you can eat it right out of the refrigerator. It's so darn good. And isn't cold chicken a great thing after a football game? Have y'all ever been tailgating and you stuck your chicken in a cooler and you come back after a big win, or at least you hope you have a big win, and you dive into cold chicken? That's a great memory, especially now that we're wrapping up college football with championship weekend. This weekend, maybe you'll have some cold chicken if you're going to the ACC or SEC championship games in Charlotte and Atlanta. Big 12, you got your championship game in Jerry World and Arlington and other conferences like the Sunbelt Conference has theirs in Boone. We told you all about this in hour one when General Gridiron stopped by with his predictions for the weekend. But yes, Southern Fried Chicken, darn good, 24-7. 364, we'll let Turkey have one day out of the year Thanksgiving. But the rest of the time, Fried Chicken is king in Dixie. Rebecca Coleman is on Twitter, at Rebecca Coleman. And Rebecca's a social media marketing instructor, and she's a food and travel blogger and a solo mama. All right, I like that. She also says, caffeine-fueled shenanigan seeker and a cookbook author. All right. We know a lot about Rebecca Coleman, thanks to her profile on Twitter. And Rebecca writes... Crispy on the outside, gooey on the inside, fried green tomatoes, hashtag recipe. And sure enough, she's got a link, and I think it's to her own own website. This is cookingbylaptop.com slash fried-green-tomatoes. Just go to cookingbylaptop.com, and you're going to see some great recipes. Rebecca Coleman, who's a cookbook author, has posted this, and from uh, I'm only sharing this with you because the photo included here is scrumptious looking. Now, it may not be when you actually taste it, but I bet it is. Rebecca, good job there. Fried green tomatoes. You know, that's something we just had Thanksgiving the other day. I I didn't see anybody include fried green tomatoes with their Thanksgiving meal, but it probably would be a good touch, a very different touch. And fried green tomatoes, I'm not going to put myself down as the biggest lover of those because frankly, when it comes to fried green tomatoes, there's a dilemma. And that dilemma is, should your tomato be really ripened or really firm, I guess would be the term. Like, too green or just slightly green where it's soft. Because I like soft usually when tomatoes, I can't stand a tomato on a burger and you have to like almost use a knife to carve through the tomato. But when you have a good homegrown tomato, summertime tomato on a on something like a hamburger, it makes such a difference in a positive way too. So yeah, fried green tomatoes, the big dilemma there. And I need I need to ask that question to the folks at the Whistle Stop Cafe in Irondale, Alabama, just outside of Birmingham. That's where the fried green fried green tomatoes evolved, allegedly. So that would be a good question when I'm back in Irondale, or as I like to call it, Arondale. <laughs> D-M-E-D-P period A-D-M. I guess an education administrator is what D-M is. And D-M is D-Ann Davis 695 on Twitter. A John Maxwell certified coach, speaker, and trainer. 
and a school improvement supervisor. All right. And Deanne Davis, 695, put on Twitter a great photo of something that looks like Norman Rockwell didn't paint because it's actually a photo, but it's a great picture, and I'll tell you what it is. It's a Christmas time picture, and it says, Christmas cheer in downtown Maysville, Kentucky. And yeah, that does look just kind of like down home, America. Where is Norman Rockwell? Where is A, a Wonderful Life? That, that song should be playing right now. If you were anywhere besides Maysville, you would wonder, hey, where is Maysville? I need to go there. By the way, Maysville is a home rule class city in Mason County, Kentucky, and it's the seat of Mason County. Its population, 9,011 at the 2010 census, making it the 40th largest city in Kentucky by population. It's on the Ohio River, 66 miles northeast of Lexington, Kentucky. So when you're checking it out on a map, it should be right there on the Ohio River. I would say maybe an hour southeast of of Cincinnati, and then that would be upstream from Cincinnati. Between Cincinnati and Portsmouth, Ohio, or if you want to use a Kentucky city, Ashland, Kentucky, it's, it's kind of halfway between those two towns, right on the Ohio River, Maysville, Kentucky, and, and boy, that looks like a great scene there for Christmas. So if you're looking for a place that you want to spend Christmas and you don't have a home, hey, at least according to D.N. Davis, 695 on Twitter's picture of downtown Maysville, it looks just like the place you'd want to go for Christmas. And we're now less than a month away from 25 December. How about that? Hey, another place you can go check out anytime, and it's going to be a lovely place Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, or 4th of July, and especially on St. Patrick's Day. And that would be Savannah, Georgia. And their website and their Twitter account is Visit Savannah, and on Twitter, at Visit Savannah. They do a wonderful job of promoting that wonderful port city. And it's a site on Twitter that's all things Savannah. And you can use Visit Savannah, hashtag Visit Savannah as a hashtag to talk about the city. And Visit Savannah releases on Twitter. Savannah is the affordable southern getaway you won't regret, according to Live Extra Life. And that's on Twitter, at Live Extra Life, and has a link to an article there. And I I ain't going to fight you, brother. I'm not going to fight you. As far as being a great getaway, sure. As far as being an affordable getaway, I'll let the folks at Live Extra Life make that bold statement about Savannah, Georgia, because frankly, I haven't done the research and done pricing. I will tell you that, of course, during the peak season of tourism, Savannah, Charleston, and all points along those historic avenues of the Atlantic coast, of course, they're going to charge a, a fair amount, but Savannah... There's so many people that have not been there. I, I don't understand it. There's so many people that haven't been to Charleston, South Carolina. And these two towns, which are so incredibly awesome, yet so incredibly close, we're talking about a two-hour difference between them. They're very similar, but they're very different. And it, you got you just got to go check it out. It, the history, and this is a place for the entire family, too. When you go to Charleston and Savannah and those other places along the Atlantic coast, in South Carolina and Georgia, 
Take the whole family. There's so much history going back to the Revolutionary War, the founding of our country, Civil War history, big time, and then the beauty, the absolute beauty of the Low Country and the coastal empire of Georgia right there. It, it is an amazing place, and I, if I could be there 362 days out of the year, I'd, I'd take it right now. I just haven't afforded I don't have the money to live there. Now, coming to a visit, like to visit Savannah, I can I can make that happen. And so check it out. Savannah, the affordable southern getaway, at least according to Visit Savannah. Now we go to this this incredible thing I saw on Facebook. And it's a man, you can check it out. Go to the Facebook page, The Lunch Bell. The Lunch B-E-L-L-E. And this popped up on my Facebook feed the other day around Thanksgiving, but I had never heard of this, and it looks so delicious. Because, hey, if you're a Southerner, you kind of like fried food. So when you have turkey that's fried, deep fried, that sounds darn good. And I've had it, and it is darn good. But how about this? This This is what I found from the lunch bell on Facebook. Creole fried turkey, and they use Luana peanut oil in the process. And you can go to the Lunch Bell on Facebook and watch the video of this man cooking the Creole fried turkey right there with his pot. Now, as the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, has instructed us, you've got to have the right tools to pull off the proper fried turkey. And a big part of that is getting that temperature exactly where it needs to be. And let's be honest, people, you need to be very safe and very careful when deep frying anything in a deep fryer because it gets extremely hot, don't want to have little ones running around, and you just don't want to make a mess. You don't want to cause a fire. You don't want to burn anything or anyone. So be careful. But yes, a Creole fried turkey. Now, the lunch bell does not indicate what exactly that means or how to pull that off. I guess I should pay a little bit more attention to the video and keep playing it. Maybe they'll explain. My guess is, similar to what Matt Hermans told us, what he did back on Thanksgiving when he did a turkey on the barbecue grill, I think, he did the whole injection of the turkey. And so that's probably what we're talking about here, thanks to the lunch bell on Facebook. They injected a turkey with Creole seasonings, not Cajun, but Creole stuff, and at least from the video, and I know a good video and I see it, the lunch bell, you did a good job here. And you got it, this old boy here excited about having his first Creole fried turkey upon the first opportunity. And I missed my opportunity this Thanksgiving, but come 2019 Thanksgiving, I'm putting, where's my pencil right here? Let me go. Creole fried turkey. Thanksgiving, November 2019. Okay, got it there. All right. Now, I got to take this note and then transfer it over to my iPhone and in my calendar and put it as an alert for November 2019. I'm not going to do that. Come on, people. I'm just pulling your leg here. But yeah, Creole fried turkey right there at the lunch bell. We appreciate them sharing that, and we appreciate all of you and what you do here on the Y'all Show by bearing with us as we talk turkey and we talk savannah and we talk (laughs) we talk stink bugs for goodness sake here 
on the Y'all Show. See, we, we do cover everything here in hashtag blue. When we come back, we're going to cover the movies that are hitting theaters this weekend. And also, we're going to take a quick look at Sundays, 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 NFL action. Where will our Southern teams be playing? One team in the South that a lot of people like pulled off a huge win on Thursday Night Football. We'll tell you about that when we come back here to wrap up the show and the week of y'all. Fragrance makes for dreamy holiday gifts, and Ulta Beauty is the place to get them. So gift your impossible-to-impress daughter an irresistible scent from Clinique My Happy. And gift your hard-to-please sister a fruity and floral scent from KKW Fragrance. And then get ready to gift yourself, too. Because when you buy a fragrance of $50 or more, you'll get a free plush throw or luxury robe for having the good sense to gift great scents. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses directed. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. back for the final segment of the Friday Free for Y'all, the Friday fun here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. And we appreciate you being with us through yet again another month of Southern excitement. It's always a pleasure and an honor for me to sit here in the host chair with you here on the show that's all about the show, all about the South, the Y'all Show with John Rawl. All right, what's happening in theaters across Dixie this weekend? Really not a lot of new movies coming out this weekend. But we do have one that's a nationwide release, The Possession of Hannah Grace. And this is a mystery thriller and a horror movie that's coming out right now, starring Shay Mitchell, Gray Damon, Kirby Johnson, and Nick Thune. That's out right now, The Possession 
of Hannah Grace. If you like that kind of movie, well, this one's calling your name. It says it's when a cop who is just out of rehab takes the graveyard shift in a city hospital morgue. She faces a series of bizarre violent events caused by an evil entity in one of the corpses. Okay, I think I will be skipping over that one in theaters this weekend. I like to sleep at night. I don't want to stay up thinking of the possession of Hannah Grace, if I can help it. But that is coming out this weekend. If you like a good horror movie, check it out. In a limited release across the region, you have Anna and the Apocalypse. That is a comedy fantasy movie starring Ella Hunt, and that debuts this weekend. And in another limited release across the region, Head Full of Honey, a drama about a man suffering from Alzheimer's who embarks on a final road trip with his granddaughter. And this stars a couple of Emilys, Emily Mortimer and Emily Cox. And it also has a Southern connection as Eric Roberts has a major role in Head Full of Honey. Now, Eric is the brother of Julia Roberts. And of course, he grew up in Georgia just like Julia did. But you did, do you know where Eric Roberts was actually born? He was born in the great state of Mississippi. He was born in Biloxi on April 18th. 1956 and if i had to guess i bet you he's the son of maybe an air force veteran that's just a wild guess but yes that movie is out this weekend head full of honey and it is a drama again about alzheimer's could be a a good movie to check out if you have it at a theater near you now to the nfl we had thursday night football last night and what a big win for dak prescott and the rest of the dallas cowboys as they held off the New Orleans Saints. The Saints came in as the hottest team in all of the NFL. And the boys won at Jerry World 13-10. And it was a great game. Prescott passed for 248 yards. Ezekiel Elliott ran for 76 for Dallas. And so they got the week started off with a big Thursday night football win in Big D. Now what's on tap for Sunday The Ravens travel to Mercedes-Benz Stadium for a game against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta really has struggled this year, and this this could be a game that will either sink them for good or give them some glimmer of hope, but they've got a long way to go. Now, because they're in the same division as the Saints, the Saints losing last night can only help them and the Panthers in their quest to still keep perhaps a playoff berth alive. But Ravens and Falcons, that's going to be a one-eastern kick on CBS On Sunday, other games in the NFL, Denver is at Cincinnati. The Los Angeles Rams travel to Motown to take on the Lions. Arizona Cardinals are at Green Bay. The Buffalo Bills, who got a win last week against Jacksonville, they are back in Florida to take on the Miami Dolphins this weekend. The Chicago Bears are in New York to take on the New York football Giants. And the Carolina Panthers have an NFC South game against one of their NFC South rivals, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a one Eastern kick from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. The Colts are at Jacksonville this weekend. That's a CBS game, one o'clock kick. Hey, the hot, the hot, hot, hot Cleveland Browns travel to another team that's extremely hot, the Houston Texans. That game is a one kick, one o'clock kick Eastern, 12 Houston time at NRG Stadium between the Browns and the Houston, Texas. Now moving on to the mid-afternoon games. The New York Jets travel to Nashville. They'll be playing at Nissan Stadium against the Tennessee Titans. The Kansas City Chiefs travel to Oakland for a match against the Raiders. The Vikings, they hit the road to New England, and that'll be a 425 Foxborough kick. 
the 49ers go north. They'll be playing the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday afternoon. And then the Sunday night game this week, the Pittsburgh Steelers host the Los Angeles Chargers in an AFC clash at Hinesville. That ought to be a good one. Monday night football this week features the defending Super Bowl champ, Philadelphia Eagles, hosting the struggling Washington Redskins. And that is a look at what's going on in the NFL in week 13. We are winding down NFL football. We only have about a month left of regular season games before the postseason takes us to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl this year will be in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Well, that will put a wrap on today's Y'all Show and this week's Y'all Show and this month's Y'all Show. Thank you so much again for tuning us in on great stations across Dixie. We'll be right back here Monday with an all-new Y'all and we'll be here to tell you all about what's going on in sports, what's going on in politics, what's going on with culture, with news, with music. You want it, we got it here on the show that's all about the South. Until that time, John Rawl signing off. And to get us out of here for the week, our traditional bon voyage from Dixie with love. Everybody, salute. Have a great one. is finally over. Dell's biggest Cyber Week ever is on. Save big on Cyber Week deals, plus get free shipping on everything. With massive deals on Dell computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors, the hottest gaming gear, and top brand electronics like Google Smart Home, it's a sale you won't want to miss. Just call 800 by dell or visit dell.com slash cyberweek. Call 800 by dell for more Cyber Week deals. I can't believe it. That we're playing 4-4 four four basketball with a barbershop quartet? Pass the ball, pass the rock. We're open, just pass the ball. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with GEICO. Believe it, GEICO could save you 15% or more on car insurance.